What's going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day. I know I am and uh, today I've got a couple of stories. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply about spoiled people slash entitled people that have been sent in to me. None of them were long enough for their own video, but I know a ton of people have been saying you like this format better anyways, so I figured I would bring you guys another one. So uh, yeah, without further ado, let's hop right into it. All right, so this person recently moved to Los Angeles, which, you know, I, I know a lot of people do that. It's certainly a choice. That's all I have to say about it. And because they live in L.A., they decided one day to go for a walk because the weather's beautiful. And they're out and about, and they get to a crosswalk, and they start walking across when they're supposed to. It's not like they're going when traffic's going or whatever. They don't want to get hit by a car. And they walk out when the crosswalk says walk, but when they get out into the street, a car, like, slams on the brakes, screeches to a halt and starts blaring the horn at them. And the person who sent this to me is just confused because it's like, dude, you were about to run a red light and hit a pedestrian and you're mad at me? So the person turns and looks, obviously, and it's very evident that it's like a, a rich kid driving his dad's car, you know? It's a car that costs way too much money for a dude that like definitely has not lived enough life to have made that much money, if that makes sense. And he just kind of gives him like a, like a, what the heck? Like, you know, when you do the shrug, like, bro, what the heck, right? Like you're blaring the horn at me, but you almost hit me with your dad's car, man. He would have been pissed. Trust me, a Rolls Royce is not a cheap vehicle to get the hood fixed on when you slam into somebody in a crosswalk, you know? And the guy, when he sees him do the shrug, the like, what the heck signal, decides to lay on the horn again. And he's just literally laying on it, blaring it at this guy. And the top is down, it happens to be a convertible. And because this guy's just being a jerk, he decides to just, like, make a comment at him, and it's not a nice comment. So as he's, like, blaring the horn at him, he says, Hey man, nice car, tell your dad it's sick. And the guy throws the car into park and gets out of the car. And now the person that sent this in to me is expecting the throw down. Like, if this is the interaction and the guy gets out of the car pissed off, even if you're not looking for a fight, I think we would all assume that this guy's coming to punch you in the face. Like, that just seems to be what the next move is. And he starts walking towards him, and so the person that sent this in to me, like, puts their hands up ready to go, and the guy stops when he sees that, puts his arms out to, like, show he's not a threat, and goes, So what if it's my dad's car? Why does it matter? Which is so funny, because the guy wasn't really that mad. Like, hey, man, if your dad had a Rolls Royce and let you drive it, you probably would too. He just made a comment thinking it would piss the guy off, and it definitely worked. And so he starts laughing because he just can't believe that, like, the bait worked that well, you know? It just literally like a fishing rod out to sea with a bunch of hungry fish. The bait got taken immediately. And when he starts laughing, the spoiled guy goes, Yeah, that's right. My dad's rich, bro. My dad's rich. He's got a cool car. I drive it. So what? And it's like, yeah, okay, man. No one's really mad at you. It's just more funny that it bugs you so much. Like, the fact that you got out of the car and started approaching the guy like you were going to fight him because it made you so upset that he pointed out that you're driving your dad's car. 
And even then, even if your dad's rich, even if he lets you drive your car, it doesn't mean that you can just, like, run red lights, especially when there's pedestrians in the road. It's not a Grand Theft Auto server. I don't know, man. I just feel like that's a very dangerous practice. A, because it's irresponsible. You're going to hurt somebody. Like, you could kill somebody doing that, for real. And on top of that, like, there's no benefit, and it doesn't matter that you have money. If you hit a pedestrian when they're allowed to be walking, you're going to jail. So whatever, he kind of tells the spoiled guy, like, even if you have a nice car, you still have to follow the law, you know? And the guy looks at him and completely seriously goes, I can do whatever I want, man. My mom owns LA, bro. Oh, oh, does she? Is she on the deed? I didn't realize that the public city was personal property. Apparently, this guy's mom just owns the entire city. So whatever, if you live in LA, I know like six million people do, be on the lookout because apparently there's a guy rolling around ignoring all the traffic laws because his mom owns the city. I feel like LA just attracts these type of people for some reason, you know? Like, I I feel like it's just got to be one of the most entitled places. But I think that's any big city to be fair. There's a lot of good people in LA if there's six million people, you know? I just feel like the more people you get in one area, there's just bound to be a lot more entitlement out of some of them. Alright, this next one was sent in to me by somebody that had this happen at the beginning of their college, like, experience, you know, it was at the start of their freshman year. If you don't know, most colleges, like, freshman classes are absolutely massive. Three, four hundred people crammed into a hall, just all sitting there listening to a professor talking about stuff. And because of that, everyone just kind of knows to, like, shut up, because the professor definitely doesn't know who you are, and there's so many people that no one really cares what you have to say, you know? No offense. It's just like, imagine being in an auditorium, and one person keeps making the class go on longer than it has to. It would be really annoying. But whatever, on this particular day, the professor goes ahead and assigns some homework. And it's not an insane amount of homework. It was reasonable. It was a complicated concept that they probably needed more time to really learn. You know, we all know the difference between, like, homework that's absolute garbage that a teacher is just giving to be homework or a professor is giving to just be annoying. And, like, everyone knows the time where you're like, all right, this is fair. I probably do need to work on this a little bit. The professor gives one of those assignments, and a kid raises his hand. And like I said, not a lot of people raise their hand, so the teacher is like, yeah, what? And he said, uh, honestly, man, I straight up think that that's mad unfair. And the teacher doesn't even know how to respond to that, because it's probably the first time in their career that they've ever had someone be like, I'm gonna be straight up, bro. That homework is mad unfair, bro. Straight up. Straight up, man. And so the teacher starts to, like, ask, what do you mean by that? Like, this is a college classroom. This is a college class. There's going to be homework. It's going to be a little bit more intensive than what you're used to. So what do you mean? This is mad unfair. He literally says it like that. And you know when you start getting, like, older people to try to use your slang that you've probably pressed a button, you know? If your mom's ever like, oh, do I have swag now? She's probably not happy. I know swag is old. They always use terms that are a little bit too outdated, you know, because they're still parents. But the spoiled kid looks at the professor and says, I still need to have time to live my life, bro. Huh? You ever think about that, Professor Buzzkill? Huh? How about that? And the professor literally doesn't know how to respond to that because I'm sure they're used to being called like professor, teacher, their name, you know, like their last name. I highly doubt that they're walking around campus and people are like, Yo, Professor Buzzkill, what's poppin', man? You gonna come to the party later? 
I feel like we all know that professors are buzzkills. Like, I, I feel like by default, it's just a profession that is kind of a buzzkill because they have to do things like assign homework. And the professor's really confused, so they start asking questions like, aren't you paying to be taught this stuff? Like, don't you want to know what I'm teaching you? Like, sometimes homework's the only way to make sure you guys know this stuff. And his response to that, which is reasonable, college is expensive. It's not like it's cheap to be in a college classroom, you know? is to just be like, well, my parents are paying for it, so I don't really care. I just want to have fun and vibe. Oh, bro, could you imagine, man, you're paying like $50,000 a year for your kid to go to college because you think it's going to make them smarter, make them more successful, and they're sitting in a classroom that you're paying for, telling the teacher that they don't want to do the homework because they'd rather just vibe. And the professor is listening to this and looking at him like he's just the dumbest person that he's ever interacted with and says, okay, well, the homework is still assigned. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you really want to vibe and you think the professor is a buzzkill. They're probably still going to assign the homework. And it's just even more insult to injury because his parents are probably paying out the wazoo for their kid to sit there and just be like, nah, I don't want to learn this stuff. I'm just trying to vibe. I'm only here because my parents are paying for it. If you've got, like, a full-ride scholarship and whatever, you, you decide to be like this, it's still dumb, you know? You might as well make the most of it, but at least no one that you know is paying for it. If your parents are going into debt to pay for your college and you're just like, whatever, man, that, that's just kind of like slapping your parents in the face. And I don't even think college is for everybody. Like, hey, I dropped out of college. But still, man, if your mom and dad are paying for it, you might as well take it, like, 2% seriously. Alright, this next one's just, like, pure dumbness. I know that's not a word, that just really exemplifies what, what it is. So this guy was back in his hometown for a little bit, he hadn't been back for a while, and his family's throwing a barbecue, so he had decided to go and spend time with his family, which makes sense. And he gets there, and because he hasn't seen his family in a long time, obviously, like, he's talking to people, catching up, whatnot, and he's talking to his uncle, and he's trying to have a conversation with him, but his little cousin keeps, like, bugging him and asking for his phone, asking if he can play games. And because he was, like, the youngest, oldest cousin, if that makes sense, you know, like, the one that you still knew was cool, but was old enough to be the one that had his own phone, you know... He was just constantly being bugged for it. And so he decides in order to be able to have like a conversation with his uncle that he's going to give his phone to his cousin, which is a mistake. You know, I feel like just giving your phone to a kid is a bad idea because it's just going to be destroyed. Every time I've given my cousin my phone, it's come back in way worse shape than when I gave it to him. I don't even know how it's possible, dude. One time I gave my little cousin my phone and he broke it and he had it for 30 minutes. How? How, how does that even happen? Anyways, whatever, he goes off and, and plays with his phone for the rest of this party, and he doesn't really care, he wasn't paying attention to his phone anyways, but the end of his night comes and he goes to get his phone back, because you don't want to leave the party without his phone, and he finds his cousin and he's like, hey, where's my phone? And his cousin, very weirdly, is like, uh, I don't know. And he's like, what do you mean you don't know? I gave you my phone and now I want to leave, so I need my phone back, I can't leave without my phone. And his mom overhears it, like his cousin's mom, and he says, hey, give your cousin his phone back. And he says, okay, come with me, I can explain. And he immediately has that pit in his stomach, like, oh, something's wrong, you know? So he follows his cousin, and his cousin says, it's in my room. And he opens the door, and all he sees is the ceiling fan violently rocking back and forth. 
And so he looks at it and it looks like there's something duct taped to the ceiling fan that's just spinning around. And his cousin says, your phone is on the fan. And he looks at his cousin and he's like, why? Why is my phone on the fan? And his cousin's like, I'll show you. So he turns off the fan and they have to wait a minute for the fan to stop spinning and it finally comes to a stop. And sure enough, it's a phone duct taped to the ceiling fan. And his cousin takes off the duct tape and the phone was put in a way that the screen was up against the fan blade. And when he pulls it off, the screen is just cracked. It looks like you put it under a car tire and then decided to drive over it. Like an impressive amount of damage done in a short amount of time. And he looks at his cousin and he's like, what happened? And he says, I dropped it, right? Which, whatever, I guess if you drop a phone directly on its screen, it's probably going to break. But he doesn't understand why it was duct taped to the ceiling fan. So he's like, why did you duct tape it to the ceiling fan? I I don't get it. The screen's broken, but like, why? I, I don't understand. And his cousin goes, oh, I thought that maybe if I taped it to the ceiling fan and turned it on, it would fix the glass. And at that point, he was just so confused because it made absolutely no sense that he just picked up his broken phone and was like, uh, okay, and walked out, told his parents what happened, and his parents were super apologetic, gave him money to get the screen fixed. But he didn't even know how to process that. Like, his cousin broke the phone screen, picked it up, and went, huh, I wasn't supposed to break this. My cousin trusted me with this. I know. I'm going to tape it to the ceiling fan, and that is going to fix the damage to the screen, which it it didn't. I don't know if you guys know that. That's not actually an efficient way to fix the screen. I thought for sure when he said the phone was on the ceiling fan, I was like Pokemon Go trying to hatch eggs. That was the first thing I thought of, because back in like 2016 when Pokemon Go came out, me and my friends would tape our phones to the (laughs) fan to make it like count. We, We were doing steps around our house so it would hatch the eggs. It didn't even really work that well, but that was literally my first thought. I I would have never thought that you would think that that would fix a broken screen, but whatever. Apparently his cousins are connecting dots that just really are not there. All right, so this one is a very awkward situation that I'm pretty sure everyone has had before. Not literally this bad, but I think everyone's been like in a situation where you can't believe your friend talked to his parents like that. So whatever. One day he gets invited over to his friend's house to play video games. And he goes over and he's very surprised because like A, the house is huge and B, when they go in, this guy has every video game console, basically every game you can think of, all the add-ons. It's like this guy straight up has a huge museum quality collection just sitting there at, at access all the time. And so he's like, whoa, dude, this is so awesome. And he's a little bit confused because the guy's like, eh, it's kind of lame to be honest because we don't have, and he names like the only two games he doesn't have. And he's confused because he's like, oh, well, if I had a collection like this, I would be hyped. But that was a little weird. And so whatever, they're playing video games for about an hour. And after an hour, his mom comes up and says, "Uh, hey, can I get you guys anything? And he says, no, thank you. But that's so nice. It's nice to meet you. I'm blah, blah, blah. And introduces himself to his mom. Which is the nice thing to do, right? Like, if you have never been to someone's house before and their mom walks in and is like, can I get you guys anything? You can say, no, thank you, I'm all right. Or, yeah, sure, like, but you introduce yourself, you know? That's just common practice. And his mom goes to talk back to him, not in a mean way, but like, oh, it's nice to meet you. And as she starts talking to him, his friend who's sitting next to him goes, mom, shut up and leave us alone, we're busy. 
And his eyes get all wide because he, like, can't believe he talked to his mom like that, you know? If he would have said that, then, like, his mom would not have been very happy. If I would have done that to my mom, then, like, whoo, man, I I would have expected her to freak out. And so he looks back at the mom wide-eyed, expecting her to freak out, as we all probably would. And he's insanely confused because instead of freaking out, saying his friend has to go home so they can talk about that and he can't talk to his mom like that, she just looks at her son and goes, oh, I'm sorry, honey, and leaves them alone. And he's like thinking to himself, what just happened? Like, what just happened? This guy just told his mom to shut up and leave us alone because she was trying to talk to me after I introduced myself. And instead of freaking out and sending me home, she just rolled with it like it was a normal daily occurrence. He literally is stupefied at what he just saw. He can't believe it because like, what is going on? And he's even more confused because the rest of the time he's there, he does it like three more times. Every time his mom would come in to check on him and like offer him anything, he's like, mom, go away. You're so annoying. And every time she would just be like, okay, and leave. And it started to make him so uncomfortable that he went home. Like he just did not even want to be around it because it was just like, bro, what are you doing? And he just stopped being friends with the guy after that, which I I mean, that's just a really awkward situation. I can't even blame you, dude. Like, it's awkward enough if you go over to your friend's house and him and his parents fight. But if he's just screaming at his parents and they're just like, it's okay, honey. That's weird, bro. This sounds like Cartman from South Park in real life. I, I don't know. That would make me mad uncomfortable, too. I don't blame you for not wanting to go back over to that house. It sounds like like a Black Mirror episode, just an alternate universe where nothing works the way it's supposed to. And it wasn't just his mom. His dad got home, like, right before he left because he was just weirded out by the situation. And his dad come in and said hi, and he was like, Dad, shut up. And his dad was just like, all right, I'll see you at dinner, and left the room. I don't know, man. Some parents do weird stuff. Like, I I think that's obvious, but I feel like just letting your kid be like, shut up and leave me alone is not going to end well, bro. He's going to be at work one day. His boss is going to ask him something that annoys him, and he's going to be like, hey, man, you might sign my paychecks, but you're a doofus. And then he's going to be living with you until he's like 45. And on top of it, like, bro, like, why would you want to deal with that, man? Like, I I don't know, dude. I don't have a kid, but I feel like I would just not want to be bullied by my kid every day. All right, and this last one is just another, like, story about someone overhearing something at college, I guess. This guy was in the library trying to study for his midterm, and it's the library, so you don't really expect to overhear a lot of conversations. And he's not even trying to eavesdrop, but you know when you're just like in a place and someone's speaking so loudly that you can't help but overhear it? That's what's going on, and it's the library, so it's very easy to hear what they're saying, and this guy's just like super loudly complaining about his parents. And whatever, everyone's parents annoy them sometimes, I think that's just like part of being human, but he starts just having to listen to what this guy's saying because he's speaking so loudly. And he's talking about how he can't believe his parents are only giving him X amount of money. And he doesn't hear the amount the first time to live on every month because it's just too little to live on. And he's like, dang, I wish my parents were giving me any amount of money because he was like working two jobs trying to pay for school, you know. And he keeps complaining and his friends are like, oh, how much do they give you? And the guy says only $10,000 a month. That's like basically poverty wages. And the guy's jaw literally drops. Like, man, I wish I was getting that type of poverty wage, you know? Oh, your parents are just giving you $120,000 a year while you go to school and you can't find a way to live on that? 
Hey man, I- I've got really bad news for you. If you can't find a way to pay your bills and make a good living on $10,000 a month, then y- you're just got some crazy expectations about what life's supposed to be like, you know? Everybody wants to win the lottery, don't get it twisted. But if you literally can't function on $10,000 a month when all your other bills are paid for, then how are you ever going to be a functional adult, man? You know the type of people that end up like $600,000 in credit card debt? That's just this guy when his parents stop giving him $10,000 a month. But whatever, he keeps trying to study, but the guy is just loudly complaining about his parents and how little money they give him for like the next 30 minutes. And how if he just had like another $10,000, then he would actually be comfortable. So bro actually thinks that a quarter million dollars a year is just like a normal amount of money to spend to be comfortable. Trust me, if you're making more than that, good for you. But if you have to make more than that, bro, what what hobbies are you into? Like cocaine? Like what are you possibly spending a quarter of a million dollars a year on? But whatever, the guy finally gets up and leaves with his friend and then he kept studying, but the entire time he couldn't help but think that this was just the weirdest place to be. And I feel like all colleges kind of have students like this that's just like parents just have so much money it's falling out of their ears and their kids just don't realize that that's not the norm. If somehow I end up getting to the point where like $120,000 a year is nothing that I could give away, like if I'm lucky enough to get there, right? then my kid better at least know the value of it, bro. If my kid ever said something like this, I'd be like, hey, you're cut off, man. Like, you you gotta go figure some stuff out. Anyways, guys, I think that's gonna do it for the video. Hopefully you enjoyed. If you did, I'd really appreciate you taking a second to press the like button. Let me know what you thought in the comment section down below. And of course, subscribe if you're new. If you wanna listen to these, I post them on Spotify and audio format. Link down below. Feel free to check it out. And uh, yeah, on that note, guys, don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot. And I'll see you guys next time. I'm out. Peace.